Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. As always, I give God thanks for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It's Wednesday, so this is our mid week word. So on this week, one of the things I told you that we were praying about is is God increasing our capacity to love, but not as the world loves, but as he loves. Uh, truly, there is a difference. Uh, if you've ever struggled with loving someone, or if you know that someone has struggled loving you, you know that love is defined in many different ways. But we know that only the word of God, the Bible says that the, um, what is it? The earth will give, give away, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. So this is the definition that never changes. This is the definition that no matter how people may try to manipulate it, tweak it, change it, the word of God stands forever. And one of the things that I think that we will always strive to master, that we will always strive uh, to a level of proficiency, and that is the meaning of love. Again, agape love. Not love in terms of, again, I said this yesterday, not love in terms of lust where we think we're loving a person. Not love in terms of it's conditional, right? The You know, the marriage was good, but then when he or she started doing X, Y, and Z, I just fell out of love, right? God doesn't fall out of love with us. He never falls out of love with us. He never chooses anyone over us, right? We all have a place in the heart of God and he loves us all the same. And so when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, this is the, these are the verses that are often said uh, at wedding ceremonies, right? But I think it's important for every individual as parents, when we're struggling with our children, we need to go back and read and meditate on the verses of love. As married couples, we need to go back and meditate on um, the verses of love as single people. Oh yes, yeah, single people. We need to go back and meditate on the verses of love because of what we've even read so far, right? Before I can love my neighbor as I love myself, I've got to practice these things with myself. I've got to practice these things until they become permanent on the inside of me, right? I have to be kind to myself, right? I have to not be arrogant and prideful within. And then we're going to advance to the next um, verse, verse five. 
Tomorrow we'll do verse 6. And then on Friday we'll do verse 7. But 5 says, does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. And thinks no evil. So if I say that I love you. And I'm asking God to increase my capacity to love. Then when I love my neighbor, then when I love a stranger, then when I love my spouse, my children, my family, my friends, my co-workers, right? Even the people who do me wrong, I do not behave rudely. And somebody might have said, well, what do you mean may behave rudely? Well, we behave is an action. So either in what I'm doing, I'm behaving rudely. Whether I'm yelling, I'm behaving rudely, right? Whether I'm being sarcastic or facetious, I'm behaving rudely. If I'm throwing things or slamming things down and slamming doors and, you know, um, tearing stuff up, right? putting hands on people I'm just being real I'm behaving rudely and all you have to do is go on social media and you see many people who are not acting in love why because their behavior meaning your actions should line up to your words it's one thing to say that I love you but how am I showing you I love you and I know we talk about um, the different love language, right? Some are acts of service, right? Some is gifting, affection, right? So if I know that you that if you like a certain thing and I deliberately don't do that thing, I'm behaving rudely. Now, I'm not talking about like a certain thing that's not good for you. But sometimes I never know who's listening. I don't ever want anybody to justify something that I've said to, to condone their actions that don't line up with the word of God. So let me say this. Anytime I say something, I am expecting that you will align what I say to the word of God. The Bible says to study to show yourself approved. I, I, I'm very transparent. I'm not, I'm not an ordained minister. Uh, I don't get up and preach on Sundays. I'm just a woman who loves God. I'm just a woman who wants to do what's pleasing to the Father. I'm just a woman who wants to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. And because I'm just like you, right? Then that is my desire for you as well so it does not behave rudely meaning behavior has something to do with love your actions have something to do with love if it wasn't about behavior then it wouldn't be in the text but it is so know that your behavior is important to God your behavior is important to God. How you act, how you move is important to God. The Bible says you can be angry, but sin not. Angry is a, anger is a real emotion. 
Anger is a real emotion. And the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. So you have to watch your behavior when you say, (laughs) when you say you are a child of God. Because how you act has a lot to do with how you love. Then it says, does not seek its own. You can't be selfish talking about you love people. You can't be selfish. Love requires you to give. For God so so loved the world that he gave. What did God do as a result of love he gave? So when you find yourself in love, when you say you are a child of God and love is a part of that, then you are a giver. It's not just in your word, it's in your deed. Those actions have to align. Is not provoked, meaning self-control is in order. Is not provoked, meaning someone should not just be able to do or say something to you and then it just throw you off. That's not love. Love doesn't cause you to be provoked. It does not mean that people won't provoke you. It doesn't mean that people won't annoy you. But it means you won't be provoked by it. And you won't provoke others. How about that? You won't be provoked by it. And you won't provoke provoke others. I remember somebody saying to me, and this was years ago, that it was because of me they had a bad day. Now, excuse me. Oh, yeah. That it was my fault that they had a bad day. And the sad part about that is I used to believe that. I used to believe that. Now, if if somebody can cause you to have a bad day, either that person has too much control in your life or You just don't want to manage your emotions. And so you're a blamer and blame it on other people. And this individual at the time was a blamer. And didn't want to take responsibility really for much of anything. And so this individual decided it was always somebody else's fault. For their actions. Now, I believe this individual has matured since then. I pray so. Um, But I've matured since then to understand that it's not my responsibility to decide on how somebody's day goes. And it's not yours either. At the same time, it is our responsibility to ensure That we are kind. Why? Because love is patient and kind. And kind. Not one or the other, but both. Then it goes on to say, thinks no evil. 
So when you're loving and when you are uh, walking in love, right? What is what is the Bible says? I know the plans that I have for you, plans not to harm you. So thinking evil, we don't want to think harm or wish harm for other people. And I know it's hard when people have done you a certain way and they're arrogant and they're prideful and they're sometimes your mind can get to going before you know it. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. But the Bible says that love thinks no evil. So our prayers, Lord, work on my mind. The psalmist said, Lord, work on my mind so I won't think no evil. Right? So that we don't think evil. That we don't think harm of others. That we don't wish them bad. The Bible says to bless those. To pray for those. Right? Who despitefully use you to pray for your enemy. Why? Because there's power in that. God said, I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And when you pray for your enemies, when you're kind to your enemies, the Bible says it's like heaping coals of fire on their head because they can't understand. Why are you so nice to me? When you know how I mistreated you. They start looking over their shoulder. Because they can't understand it. Because it's against everything. This definition of love is against everything. That the world says about love. But I'm so glad we have a savior. That showed us. As Kurt Franklin says, what it really means to love. What it really means, not what I think it means when I'm in my feelings. Not when I what I think it means because somebody is kind to me. And now I, I feel like, okay, I got I to gotta now pay them back, right? Because again, it's not a this for that. But I'm talking about what it really really means what it really means to love meditate on this y'all I'm believing God is going to increase our capacity to love have an awesome day love you all bye bye